Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a Mother Nature today, Mr. Grinch. Welcome back. Sports to the Max. Randy Taylor used to coach at the University of Minnesota. And he now um, helps oversee a recruiting service. That means they look at who's going where on signing day and beyond. And there's really, there's so many different, there's two signing days, one in December, one in February. And then anytime in between, you can get commitments, of course. And, and Randy, I got to tell you, this, this college football, for better or worse, and maybe it's for better, I don't know, has been turned upside down. Over and basketball and everything else because this transfer portal and extra years, but uh, we have never seen uh, what we the wild wild west like we've seen it here in the last uh, year, have we? No, and then you you throw in the NIL, and then you throw in the NIL. Yeah, everybody's looking yeah. for deals, right? Yeah. So uh, so I'm at at school Y, and I want to go to school X, but I'm only getting sandwiches at school Y. Maybe I'll get. Three meals at school X. I'm going, baby. I'm going, man, and I'll compete yeah. for whatever job it is they want me to compete for. There. How has the NIL? What schools have benefited the most from the NIL that you can tell? Well, I think the obvious are, are you know, I think Alabama has the the, the Bryce Young uh, kid is uh, before he ever took a snap had a million dollars in NIL uh, deals. And so I think I haven't really looked at at who is is doing what, but I'm assuming the best, you know, the the elite programs are doing the best. You know, and what this has settled into for most, you know, a lot of people thought this would be a windfall, and and then reality sets in. Businesses aren't going to just give you money. There has to be a reason. Either either they're a huge donor and they just want to win, or uh, you have to make money for them, and that's why they're investing in you. So it sounds like Randy. Most of the people that are making NIL money, it's it's as being an influencer on a social media. So if you can get enough followers and then see I use this product, you can make some money. But it's almost contingency money based on our uh, consignment money based on what you do for them. Uh, for most players, only the high profile it seems like because you got to be able to move merchandise for that for that company uh, are really benefiting right now. Well, I I, I don't know about that because here's what I think. Uh, just think about this, BYU has NIL uh, arrangements for everybody, including walk-ons. And, and so everybody is, is benefiting. You know, there's offensive linemen who are getting uh, free meals, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or, or whatever it might be. So everybody's benefiting right now, and, and recruiting is based on 
what NIL money might be out there in part. I mean, you know, like the, the Rattler kid, he had an agent handling his uh, Transfer? NIL deals. So, so he's looking, he moved from Alabama to South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, from Oklahoma, I'm sorry, South Carolina, oh, and, yeah. and 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 he he is a coveted, you know, he he's got he's got tape, as they say, uh, so he's proved himself. He he just lost a starting spot, and so now his agent can talk to that school, in this case, South Carolina, and say, okay, what what are we looking at for NIL here? And and that's all legit now, is what you're saying. I don't know if that's legit to do that, but I know that it can be done. So okay. I haven't read the rules enough to know if an agent can be working with. Uh, I don't think you can sell a kid to a school based on the NIL money you can get, but I think you can get NIL money from, uh, you know, Target or something. Sure, sure. And, and what an agent probably could do is he could say, if you want to go to that school, let me make some phone calls to some corporations there, and let's just okay. test the waters and see what they think. Yeah, and then under the table is a whole different world. That's a whole different world. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. So tomorrow's you know, signing day, and and it's different now because of uh, the December and February. It used to be the big build up to February, and all the kids with their different hats, and then they'd make the call and all that stuff. It's changed a little bit since then. First of all, um, how significant is tomorrow? Well, it, it it's significant in that. Uh, it's still early signing, and and you know, but but I don't know if it's as 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 important as it was last year. And some of that has to do with the NIL and the transfer portal and and all the other things. So there's a lot of talk about let's move the early signing day back either to February or or some other time uh, to to kind of guard against all of these transfers killing us in our scholarship numbers because you know kids can decide to transfer after you've signed a class uh of of you know minnesota's got 19 commits but by by the time the uh, uh all the kids decide to transfer you may need 25 and you're going to get what's left over in february and is, is it also a case of some of these kids, let's say the semester ends at the end of December, you could be a veteran player sitting there going, I'm going to see who actually commits here in this signing class. And if I think they're going to put that person in front of me, I'm not saying a word here, but come January, I'm out of here. I mean, is that the game that's being played? That, that's exactly right. That That's what the fear is, is that they're going to just be uh, sitting and and once they sign that elite quarterback you know uh oh i'm out of here man or that whatever it might be you know and so these kids are sitting here watching the signings and the transfers to see if they're going to stay and so you know you you go to like 24 7 sports and they've got their uh transfer portal section of who's left and who's going and, and all that now, and I don't know if they're up to date because I, I just looked. So earlier today I checked the portal and there were like 32 uh, that had signed up today. That okay. was as at 226. At 5.13.49 it signed up <laughs> portal today. So okay. that's 49 in one day. There, right now active players uh, in this recruiting class, there's 2,064 Division One 
players in the portal. That are looking for to upgrade themselves, in essence. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so if you were a coach, knowing what you know and the coaches that you know, um, particularly in a Power 5 conference, all these other colleges just become junior colleges to you, it seems to me. Uh, uh, would you go heavy on the transfer portal and less on the high school? Or, I mean, it seems to me that if you know how to navigate a transfer portal and you can get them right now and you know how to identify talent, uh, you're much better off going with somebody that's played two or three years and you got tape on it at the college level. Well, the, the, the colleges now have a portal uh, division. You know, like a, it's almost like you have the co- pro, you have pro scouting and college scouting. Now you have college, you know, high school scouting and portal scouting. And colleges have a, a department in their personnel that is just for portal scouting. So, so what about the kids that put themselves in the portal and they think there's going to be a market because they got recruited out of high school, but they really haven't done much in college and they find out there ain't much market value for it. Are they able to go back to that same school or is that very difficult for them? It's up to the school. You know, every school handles it differently. And I, I just happened to look at what last year's portal was that's still in there. There's uh, 2,066 active kids in the portal from last year's recruiting class and that's division one football so, so you're saying most of them return to their original school well they if they coaches let them but these kids are just sitting there without either the school has allowed them to stay in the portal and at the school which is is kind of hard to believe yeah uh and so you know, where are all these kids going if they're still sitting in the last year's portal as active? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Who, are there a bunch of kids that just start playing now? Must Yeah, it has to be. I don't know where they I are. I mean, you have to really cross-reference there. all the rosters, but, I mean, that's a pretty tough pill to swallow. That, 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 that isn't what you were thinking when you went in the portal, right? Yeah, exactly right. And that's that's the problem. And then And then you go in and you say, uh, I'm a college coach, and it's kind of like, you know, you go to a JC for a reason. Well, you, you go to the portal for a reason. Yeah. You yeah. know? And sometimes so, it's a good reason. You know, coaching yeah. change, philosophy change, and it makes all the sense in the world. But sometimes yeah. you, you might be a step slow and you just don't want to admit it. Can you stay on with us for a quick break? Because I haven't even gotten to the Gophers class yet. You got it, man. I'm with you. Randy Teeler is our guest, breaking down tomorrow's signing day, and a whole bunch more as you can pick up on interesting stuff in college football when we come back. Boom, 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 boom. Welcome back. Randy Teeler, our guest tomorrow, uh, signing day uh, for uh, college football. Gopher's got 19 commitments, and uh, Randy... Uh, I was out with uh, Chase uh, Carter today. He's going to Michigan State. His father played basketball at the University of Minnesota, Randy. Uh, and, and, and he's a pretty good one. We got a tight end from Lakeville North. The Rambos could go into to Nebraska. So, uh, Minnesota did, certainly didn't get them all in this state. Generally, they don't. But, uh, can you tell? Do you get a feel? Uh, I don't know how many stars you put next to him, but what do you see? Well, I, I think the, and, and the recruiting class, well, let me do this. Let me back up one second because, uh, on the portal stuff. Because yeah. I work with a group called National Preps, and I think this yep. is important. So colleges pay us to scout high school players for them. Yep. And so what we've noticed is there are some schools who don't use our service as much because they've decided the portal is more important. 
colleges, you mean, because they said we're, we're not going to spend as much time on it. Right. So, so I'm in a company that's that's scouting high school players, and some schools don't really need that as much as they used to because, and this is kind of the the question about how it affects the high school because they're not recruiting high schools as much. So these signing days are really hard to grade. No question. What do you think of what you see from Minnesota? Well, the, what I like about Minnesota, and again. So right now they have 19 what is called hard commits. We'll see how many they sign tomorrow. But what they don't know is how many kids are going to leave and what their 85 number is going to look like. Yep. You know what I mean? So Total of 85, yeah, scholarship, yep. Yeah, and so that's the hard thing. But, but as far as this group, this 19, I, I like it because uh, I think they do a great job of identifying players that fit needs you know they they have uh minnesota recruits like really for length and and room to grow and upside size and length are really that stand out in this group you know uh like the defensive linemen that this four these four kids uh i love them because it's such an upside to all of them and they, they do a great job, like the, the Smith and Bixby and those, you know, they're all kids, Schwartz, they're all kids that are going to get bigger, stronger, faster. And then, you know, the wrestler, uh, Pyburn from Jacksonville. I mean, those are good football players that are going to get, that can do a lot and are going to get better, you know. You know, the Bixby uh, kid had a strange uh, a chain of events. He was in Ohio. And he said since he's going to come to school in Minnesota, he might as well move to Minnesota and get closer to the campus. So he moved to Eden Prairie, of course, a perennial power, right. and uh, played for Mike Grant for a year. And, and he barely played. He played He played a, a first game and got hurt. And then he had some medical issues in between um, and and then came back at the end of the year and played. And I'm looking at that going, you know, and now, now just, just take me, and I'm not saying him specifically, because I don't know how he grades out in the University of Minnesota's mind, but if you get kind of a, a, a smattering, but you can't really tell what level the kid plays at because of what happened to him this year, uh, do, do, do they ever say, you know what, um, we're backing off, uh, we think you'd be better off going somewhere else, or once you lock into a kid with a verbal, is it pretty much written in stone? Well, it's, it's hard to back out of a, a commitment because of all of the ramifications, especially if you back out of a kid at Eden Prairie. And, and, you know, There's Coach a lot of ramifications there. He's going yeah. down the road, yep. Coach Grant may not like that yeah. uh, next year. And so, uh, but but there are teams that do it. You know, there's certain teams that offer everybody, and uh, they then just slow play the guy or, or kind of drop him off the list. And, and even if they've committed, there's a thing now called uncommittable commits. And that uh, means what? Un- uh, which I don't know what it means. Or unsignable <laughs> commits. You know, so there's there's terminology now that is basically the word commitment didn't mean anything anyway and now there's uncommittable commitments and unsignable commitments and so we're all trying to figure all that stuff out but but uh going back i like this class i think uh uh coach fleck and coach callahan those guys i've known for a long time uh, i like the quarterback in this group the, the canuth kid from uh south dakota he looked good to you 
Yeah, I love him. He, you know, he kind of is a, uh, maybe it's just because it's South Dakota, but he's kind of a Carson Wentz-ish sure. kind of guy. Uh, good size, mobile, good tough arm strength, all those good things that, uh, you know, not much wasted motion. He, he's a talented guy. Uh, so I, I think they did a heck of a job with this group. Um, and a lot of them from out of state, and I don't know if this is a normal thing, but I, I, don't, I don't know what they have from in-state. Just five from Minnesota out of the 19, which is scary uh, up until they sign tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but do they sign tomorrow? Uh, but you know, I, I just can't see why. And, 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 and take me back here again. These Power Five conferences, um, isn't it incredibly easy for an SEC team, a Big Ten team, uh, USC, whatever it is, to, to even send out the overtures uh, to, to the kid that's a really good player at, at Bowling Green or wherever it is, and say, "Look at man, we we really like you." I'm not telling you to go in the transfer portal. I'm just telling you if you do. There's probably be a spot for you here. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The the you know the, that's why I said the the somebody on the at at USC is is watching all of the players at every other school, uh, especially uh, those kids that are backups or they have uh, they think they may be ready for the portal, and then so they're keeping an eye on them and have a board uh, just like the NFL does with those kids rated. Okay, here's the top five wide receivers. If we're going to go portal, these are the guys we would like to see in the portal, and then, and then they have to decide how what the rules are and, and how much they're willing to break them, if at all. <laughs> a lot of schools won't, you know. I mean, yep. most schools won't. It's it's a pretty clean business, but it sure makes it uh, less clean with the NIL. And some of that other stuff. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm sitting at, at Bowling Green and, and and I don't know it, I mean, I want to know that Alabama thinks I can play for him or fill a void. Now, now, if you're an SEC or the flip side of that, uh, if you're in a conference, a Power Five conference, and you go, I want to go to the portal, and, and you're from you know a pretty good program. Now, let's just say you haven't seen the field, but but you've been on that roster. Is it almost automatic that you're going to get a scholarship somewhere because of, because of that name? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it, it's so. Then the the research has to be done by the school that's looking at. Like Mississippi had a bunch recent, a couple D linemen and some other kids, and and I, I noticed that uh, Coach Kiffin's not very happy about it, and he's saying the NIL is is kind of uh, you know kids go to the highest bidder now when they leave Ole Miss, you know, and and so. Uh, Oops. Hey, you know what, Randy? I'm sorry. I went. To, I was so involved in this. I went too long. So I'm going to let you go. I'm going to promise we'll talk again soon. But thank you so much. You got a brother anytime. Randy Taylor, clarification too. Gary Trent played in the NBA. His son plays in the NBA. Let's talk to him about the NBA because he knows a lot about what? The NBA. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.